With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Clock moves, six seconds. Wall well beyond the arc for three. It's there! I don't even know what he said. <laughs> I can't get him. I'm going to save the season. Fox Sports That's all you can do is scream. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. more info, visit geico.com. The Celtics show up in Washington for game six, dressed in all black, as in... We're dressing for your funeral, Washington. We are going to send you home. And sure enough, Al Horford hits a jumper to give the Celtics the lead. And then with seconds to go, John Wall hits one of those. Yeah, I don't care what the play was called on the sideline. I'm just taking this three. 
and he makes it. Isaiah Thomas misses a desperation shot at the buzzer, and this series goes back to Boston, tied at three games apiece. It was great theater for a series that, okay, when it ends, it's going to be end. You're going to get the Cavaliers. Hooray! 10 for 10, home teams winning in this series. So I'm just assuming that we'll get that 1-2 battle, and yes, it's the inevitable march to what we all predicted all the way back in October. But we got some excitement. We got a close we game. Did. We no, did. the game sucked. It was a great game. No, well, the it was a great ending. It was the, a great the, ending. The game was great for about a minute and 22 for seconds. Sure. When Isaiah Thomas hit a couple of big shots, you had the big bank shot, right, and craziness. But all the way through, you go through some of the statistics in this game, and you're just confused as to how the Celtics could not take advantage of the ineptitude of what the Wizards brought to bear for the first half. John Wall was invisible. One of nine, three points in the first half. And then he comes out like a man, a hair on fire, second half, and finishes it off. They go 5 of 24 from 3. They miss 8 free throws. They've left the door wide open for you to dance through with some kind of celebration like you're at a jazz-filled funeral celebration in New Orleans. And instead, you you left the door open for them to to win. You know, that's a weird thing. All right, but before we get to more on yeah. John Wall and how bad this makes James Harden look in retrospect. Yeah, James Harden's going to have a really bad night after tonight. We'll tell you why in a second. The whole funeral thing, the yeah. Celtics, the whole wearing black or the funeral, you know, I, that was a, I was very uncomfortable knowing full what the Celtics have gone through and Isaiah Thomas and, you know, the Wizards, if they did something like that, the fans, are you kidding? Dress? I mean, it was very, it was very odd. It it struck me as a, as a very strange choice of things to do. And I, I want to hear more post game about this because we're going to hear from John Wall who talked about it. But I want to hear because I really don't. That was it was just very odd and it was very unsettling and it was it what it, it, it was awkward. I don't know what they were going for, but considering the backdrop of what it is to this series, where there's bigger things than basketball, obviously, I I I, I don't know. I I disagreed with that. Trying to come across, I'm like, that's where you want to go. Where yeah, you're dressed like you're going to a funeral. I mean, really, that's what you want to do. Yeah, the entire Isaiah Thomas post season run has been fueled a lot by the attention uh, of his sister's passing. Uh, you know, you could have come to the arena with all Ovechkin jer- sweaters on. I mean, that would have been funny. <laughs> you know, that could have, you sure. could have had a few laughs with this, but this just, just looks bad in so many levels. I think Ovechkin actually came to the game in a John Wall jersey. Ooh, I think there, nice. there was that. The defining moment of John Wall's career. I mean, of all the stuff he's been through, all the talent, number one overall pick, plenty of people love him, plenty of people hate him. This is the defining moment for Wall. And this shows you when you have a shooter's mentality, it can work out for you because he was awful. He is not. He did not shoot well today at all. He was 9 out of 25 from the floor, and he still, of course, is going to take that final shot, but rather than I'm going to get to the hoop, I'm going to try to tie the game. Nope, I'm going to take a three from a couple of feet behind the three-point line because that's what I wanted to do because that's what I felt confident doing. You have that shooter's mentality, you're going to make shot. That's going to fall for you. Well, and you see the defensive posture that Bradley took was expecting the drive to come, that he would try to get inside the lane and give them the chance just for the two-point shot. And instead, you know, flat-footed, just raises up right over him. The Jason Smith Show, Jason, Mike Harmon. So this series going back to Boston, tied at three games apiece. Brad Stevens so excited to get back to Boston. 
He actually got to the post-game press conference before the media did. We're watching him sit at the podium, looking down at his nails and looking over, waiting, because the media hadn't gotten there yet. He was like, screw Greg Popovich who got there in five minutes. I'm getting there in two minutes. Is there, a guy, from Guinness, the media to show is there a guy from Guinness standing behind him for the Book of World <laughs> Records? Fastest coach to the podium after a game? Is that what we're vying for now? Oh, But here's John Wall following the game, right courtside with Lisa Salters following the big win again. The defining moment of John Wall's career, and he finds time to talk about the Celtics and throw a little, just a tiny bit of maybe unintentional, intentional shade at the beard. John, I want to, I want to feel what you're feeling right now. Tell me what you're feeling. I ain't going home. Don't come to my city wearing all black, talking about it's a funeral. We work too hard for this, and all we ask for is a game seven fifty-fifty. And that's all we ask for. We do it for these unbelievable fans. Now, without these guys, we wouldn't have won this game. The game winning three. Take me through that play. And it was a play I just got open. It was really for Brad to get open. I seen the hesitation move. Shot I work on every day. And just got it went in. Now, early in the game, you struggled, but not in the second half. Just tell me what changed for you. I'm a guy that I don't care. I'm not going out without a fight. If I go over 30, I'm willing to lose like that. I got too much heart. I put in too much work, double knee surgery. Look at this, can't ask for more. That defensive stand with 1.7 seconds left to go, just tell me what you were saying to your guys. Like we saw you making a defensive switch. We knew that was the last time they beat us here. I think two years ago they threw over top pass to Jay Crowder got a layup. We just tell them they catch it, just foul real quick. Next time we have Marcia Gortat going out of bounds. Now we need you in the paint guard in the basket. And- you gotta win. Game seven, what does that mean to you? It's my life. This is my bad. This, this is my life. This is what I asked for. To fight hard down 2-0 to win. All we got is one game left. We go to the conference finals. I couldn't ask for more. So there's John Wall following the game. Lisa Salters on ESPN. First of all, addressing the funeral thing, which really I need to hear more about that post game. Again, it was that was so awkward. I I, I it, it it just struck me as not. Oh, okay. Instead of getting hyped up like, oh, wow, Celtics going in for the kill. It was like, oh, wow. I mean, I, I, how did you feel? I mean, I, I saw it. It was. It just didn't strike me in the, in the right tone. No. It, again, given all the, the givens and the backstory to this series and, and what Isaiah Thomas has come in and how everybody came to know his story. Look, he had a fantastic season. And those that follow basketball knew Isaiah Thomas. But on the larger scope the folks that are the casual fans that come in after the 82 game preseason it was all about Isaiah Thomas losing his sister and trying to play through that Chicago series and the heroics of coming back from the 2-0 and Rajon Rondo's early brilliance in that series to lead them back and now what he's done with some big shots in this series so to add the funeral element just seems tone deaf is was the first word that that went through, and, and as we're en route to the Geico Studios, I mean, it's a nice long drive sitting in traffic here in Los Angeles. So when the game tipped off. And, and it's and a long season, day no, it, living I, in the freeway. Yeah, we'll sing a little long, a little bit later on. Let's, uh, uh, yeah, we'll get the Tom Petty <laughs> in 
a little later because we got to do that in chorus, and I want to do the Axl Rose, which means I need to screech it. Uh, okay. Remember from the MTV oh, Music Video great. Awards all Sounded those years so ago. good. Arsenio Hall introducing Tom Petty and then and he Axl tried Rose. to come out and close the show, and yeah. they told him to go to hell and right. kicked him off the stage <laughs> and sang Heartbreak Hotel. But that's a whole other thing, and showing our age. But the it's just one after another. I started seeing images, the different vantage points of all black. Why? Yeah. Why? I look. There's. It didn't strike fear. And the other thing is, he didn't come out and play particularly well. So you couldn't right, go back saying, "Well, whatever the speech was, and however they came to decide this, certainly they're motivated and they're coming out to finish off the Wizards." That didn't happen because they didn't run away and hide. Where again, I cited some of the statistics. You had your chance. You came out and played. Uh, lackluster basketball would be the kind way to say it as well. Never much. Uh, of an opportunity for either team offensively to get on a roll. As you got late into the third quarter, you're like, it's it's in the low 60s. That's that's where you're at. So not exactly one of those games where the pregame statement matched the effort on the court. 877-99 on Fox. Twitter, at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter, at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show, Jason, Mike Harmon. Meanwhile, John Wall there saying at the end, I don't care. If I go down, if I go 0 for 30, I'm going to keep shooting. This makes James Harden look incredibly worse the day after. And I think it could get worse for James Harden after his disinterested showing last night. And then he was out at a strip club right after the game was over. And they're chanting MVP yeah. for him at the strip club. What's wrong with that? And now, <laughs> in all seriousness. I mean, we all decompress. Yeah. You know, you have a disappointing day at yeah. work. You, yeah. Something goes wrong at home. Your kids tell you they hate you or they throw the dinner that you cook back in your face. <laughs> Maybe your wife, your your partner, whatever, whatever. I mean, you're having a bad day. You know what you do? Maybe maybe you go and you have have a beer on the way home. Maybe you stop off. I'm going to stop at a strip club on the way you home. You can do that, too. I'm going to stop off. But Why not? Is, Just but, don't wear too much glitter. But the season's over. Right, you're not but, bringing it back. But here's the thing. For a guy who didn't try to be able to, to go out in a strip club and be seen dancing and the, and the fans are chanting for him, that is a horrible optic. And James Harden in that moment shows you what was wrong and what is big time wrong with the NBA. And John Wall has shown that, hey, I'm not that guy. Because the biggest thing about the NBA, and look, we talked, we talked about it last night about Harden ad nauseum. Too many guys don't care that much about mm-hmm. winning. Winning is nice, but there's not enough... Kobe's and Westbrook's and Durant's and LeBron's. There's not enough guys like that that really want to win. Too many guys like being stars. And sure, they like winning. I mean, they like winning better than losing. But is winning the number one thing? No. James Harden showed you last night. He doesn't care if he wins. He doesn't care. He remade his – he said, everything is great. You know what? I'm flat for this game. Yeah, whatever. And he was done. He showed you. He does not care about winning. John Waltley showed you here, I want to win. I want to win. I'm done with what people are saying about me, and I want to win. And I dig the guts, and I love everything about John Wall tonight because he did exactly what guys like James Harden should do. But Harden stands for too many people in the NBA in that winning is nice, and it's a bonus, but it's not what we crave for. And John Wall stands for too few people in that these are the guys that want to win that I would say, yes, I'm getting on your back and going all the way as far as you can because I know you. I know what you want to do. John Wall, one of nine in the first half, as we said, only three points, finished with 26 for the game, eight of 16 from the field in the second half, including the game winner. You know, look, I'll crush James Harden. You can go back and find the entirety 
of our podcast on iTunes, Jason Smith Show. Give it the five stars and, and give it a full listen because there were a lot of takes uh, that made a, a lot of inroads with Ooh. people uh, over the last 24 hours I'll on tell social you. media. And we'll get to some of that a little later on. It's just once the game's over, how, how you, you know, going back to the funeral motif, if I can, mm-hmm. how you grieve, how you mourn a loss, be it a family member, a loved one, or a playoff series. I can't judge. It's over. And if going through and having another check, checking another box on your list of Jenner Kardashians is the way you're going to go and, and get ready for the next season and forget what just happened, I guess, you know, that scorecard is your business. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Finally, the best news I've had in quite a long time. Tom Brady will be on the cover of Madden 17. Here's why Brady's the greatest. Of oh, all this is it. The it's over for the Patriots. No, no, no it's Madden 18. Come it's on. Madden 18. Sorry, it's over for you the Patriots advance, now. Advance. Sorry, I'm thinking 17. Yeah. It's Madden 18. I know. It's over. The Madden curse will claim him, especially when you want to spit in the face of the Madden curse, like Tom Brady did today as part of the announcement that he will be on the cover. I wanted to let you know that I'm going to be on the cover of Madden NFL 18. Now, I've heard there are some of you out there who might be worried about something called the Madden curse. There's no such things as curses. It's a total myth, okay? I feel like you're not really getting it. See? All good. No curse. All good. We got this. He broke a mirror. He walked under a ladder. Ah! I like it. The Jets are going to win the AFC East. Now you're out of your mind. Josh McCown. Who'd have thunk Josh McCown? Ten straight wins to start the season. Wow. When he's 2-22 and in his last 24 starts. Meanwhile, Tom Brady slipped getting out of the shower and hasn't been able to even get to Foxborough for the game today. Here's the payoff pitch to Puig. Coming out of retirement to do analysis of Tom Brady. Done. Patriots are done. They're done. This is the best news I've had in a long time. In a long time. When I saw this image, what did I do? First thing, I laughed heartily, and then I sent it to you, saying, yes. here you go. It was Here's the, your day. the best part of my day. Because you then had to follow it up with Matt Harvey Day. But we'll get to him later. Uh, we'll get to him and his gopher ball serving up self here in a little <laughs> while. But with this Tom Brady news, I mean, this is, this is the ultimate, you know, flipping off the double middle finger mm. to the idea of curses and shenanigans that people get on board with. Look, because the the SI covered jinx, the Madden covered jinx, all of these things that, that they've tried to go through sports. And I know pitchers are superstitious and whatever else. It's absolute lunacy. I just want to know what the, nope. the figure was going to happen that ended up in his pocket to be the cover. Guy. I bet you Belichick paid it so he could push moving on from Brady to Garoppolo. Look at that. Now I'm going to give you just to cut you a check for, like, you know, whatever it is, and you can uh, put Tom on the cover. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. He's a weapon. Just don't tell anybody about this, okay? All right, great. Now that would be Thank a cover-up worth pursuing by the NFL, unlike that fraudulent thing that we went through for two years about <laughs> deflation in <laughs> footballs. Now, seriously, this is – I'll give you a – you know, it's great to talk about this when he's on Jinx from the Madden cover. All right, this is great because this will play into it. 2017, this year, will be Tom Brady's final year in the NFL. Categorically, in the NFL. 
I've got to go bold. I got to go bold on a Madden cover day when he decides to break a, a mirror and walk under a ladder. I'll tell you what. So you're this, predicting an injury sends him off no, into the good night because I'm of the Madden not, cover? I'm not predicting What is an this, injury. Final Destination? Connect Part 14, Tom Connect, Brady edition? Connect. <laughs> I can't kill Brady. He keeps making it. I can't believe this. I don't understand. He's the guy that keeps surviving as everybody else gets cut around him. Giselle has already begged him to stop. Brady says, no, I can't. i got to play a couple more years. Got to play a few more years. When your wife is begging you to stop, happy wife is happy life. And it's not going to be That's a few more years. That's categorically untrue. It's not going to be a few more years. Might be happy for the happy wife. Doesn't wife, necessarily mean life. you're happy. Uh, no, yes. The, but when the you wife. You might be giving everything up to no, make wife happy. But when the wife is unhappy, nobody's happy. Well, there's that, that's a is truism, happy. sure. Nobody, if the wife is happy, then everybody has a chance to be happy. But See, there you say it. They're wife, saying there's, there's a, chance. a chance. We already know this, okay? He's hawking products now. He has never hawked products like he is right now. His recovery wear, eat this, it's my diet. Look, I'm doing commercials. Trying but he's to never been hotter. Rock. He's getting, really? Tom Brady's never been hotter. Wow. You just, we both just said that at the same time. We both that? just said that. Tom Brady sees the end of his NFL career coming. Why? What happens when people see the end of their career coming? They get involved in endorsements. Endorsements, endorsements. He needs the money? No. But he likes it because it's near the end, and I want to well, be relevant. if he relevant. just wanted money, and he'd just tell Giselle, ask her to go do another runway show. What, what's his segue going to be into his life after football? Is he going to be a Derek Jeter and start the Players' Tribune? No. What's it going to be? And he's proven that it's going to be nutrition and taking care of your body, and that's what he's going to do. He's going to be that guy. So now here he is near the end. How am I? I, I see the finish line. So I'm going to start hawking my products now so it's a seamless transition into life. Because you gotta you got to care about me now because I'm not going to retire and launch sleepwear and people are going to go, oh, I'm going to buy this. No, you got to do it while you're playing. So he's doing it now. So he's getting set for that. The third, and this is the biggest thing, the Patriots made on the surface a horrible football decision by holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo. They could have traded him for a first-round pick. Really, he's not going to beat out Tom Brady. And and really, Jimmy Garoppolo is a back. Brady plays. He doesn't knock wood. He's gotten hurt once. He's gotten hurt once on a fluke, and it was nine years ago. You could have gotten a first-round pick. The Browns would have easily said, here, take number 12, whatever else it is, and you give us Jimmy Garoppolo, when he could walk away for nothing in a year. Now, he may want to resign, depending on how things go, but you could lose him. The best football decision would be to turn Garoppolo into a periphery top 10 pick. And what did the Patriots do? Every time the Browns called, they said no. No, no, no. That makes no sense unless you know this is going to be Tom Brady's last year. So after this year comes, Brady's going to play, then he's going to hang it up, and Jimmy Garoppolo, all right, Jimmy, we're going to sign you to a contract. You're our guy now, and here's a three- or four-year deal. I mean, you look at tiny things, but they build into it. Look, we knew LeBron James was going back to Cleveland on this show. When Super Savannah, sleuthing. That when is Savannah right. James's Instagram said the countdown is real and had a, and, and had a map of Akron, on her Instagram page, we knew then LeBron James was going back to Cleveland. What happened two months later? LeBron James went back to Cleveland. It's the same thing. You follow the little hints. You follow the Giselle Bunchen. You follow the hawking the products. And then you hit a big NFL decision that makes no sense, except it does if this is Brady's last year. So, a perfect day to say it. We could have done this any other day, but right now, right here, because of the Madden cover jinx, and that's what people will say after this year. Boy, the Madden cover jinx, not that he played horribly, but... Oh, boy, that pushed him into retirement. And then the Madden coverage is going to continue forever. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. We got into a conversation about LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, the last two guys, quote, left for real MVP. And I told you, and I've said this before, if you swap places this year with LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook left the Thunder and LeBron James came to the Thunder, present team, LeBron doesn't get the Thunder into the playoffs in the West. And it's really very simple. And I'm going to outline it now because people want to cherry pick their arguments. Okay, fine. Nothing I can do about that. People with blue check marks want a name call, which makes me, you know, kind of fear for the future of this business. I expect the name calling from everybody else. Oh, no, wait a minute. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm as reputable as they get. I don't have a blue check mark. Yeah, yeah, but people, no, but I I, mean, I haven't paid anybody off. I haven't begged for one. But I would like to think that people who do stuff in the business professionally would, would want to Hey, well, instead of just calling me a name, which no. is the lowest form of, oh, you suck. Yeah, but that's, oh, a, great, that's guys trying to get over and get a little uh, bit of heat. Look what I got this guy. Look yeah, at it. You know, Look at it from my blog. Maybe, I was able to get him. Maybe I just, angry. Look at him. I just expect too much. I just expect too much, I think. No, you hold people in a little higher regard. We got to bring you to reality. <laughs> okay? But here's the... Here, There's here, a lot of dopes out there, okay? Here it is. And I want you to listen and listen clear. And I'll try not to use words with more than three syllables. LeBron James is 32 years old. He is not 23. So your argument that LeBron James has brought teams to the finals who were as bad as the Oklahoma City Thunder, when he was 23, he did it. When he was 23, he is not that guy now. Physically, he is not capable of carrying a team of nobodies to the NBA Finals. He can't do it. He's got two all-stars with him now and a deep team. This is why his team is in the finals the last couple of years. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, this is what it is. This doesn't mean LeBron James is still not a great player. It means he can no longer single carry a bunch of stiffs to the NBA Finals, which is what he did again nine and ten years ago. They won 51 games in the Eastern Conference this year, the Cavaliers did. Russell Westbrook won 47 in a conference that was much more difficult. If you put LeBron on the Thunder, they're not winning 41 games. And that's all you got to do is in the easy Eastern Conference, 51 wins, you win 40 in the West, and you're out of the playoffs. And you are easily going to lose at least 11 games when you have no one else to count on in the Western well, Conference. Well, to be fair, though, he's going to have to fight and actually play those other eight games he took off he in, w- in theory. He he would have to try because it's a different LeBron. I'll give you that. He would have to try differently. But Physically, he's not capable of doing it. He couldn't do it. He would break down at some point during the season because he is 32. This is not, oh, LeBron, people see this and go, and all day today it was, oh, LeBron, you're done, you're this, you're that. No, you're not listening to, to the discussion. This is not anything bad about, we're talking about the MVP for this year, this moment in time, 2016, 2017. Russell Westbrook was greater than LeBron James. And if you swap places, LeBron would get to the Thunder and he wouldn't get to the playoffs. Because the West is that loaded. Instead of being favored in just about every game you're playing over the course of the season, you're getting three games against the Spurs. Those are three losses. LeBron by himself against the Spurs. Three games against the Warriors. That's three losses right there. You are not going to win the games you barely won in the East. You won 51 games in the East. And the East, this is about as bad an Eastern Conference as we've ever seen in the NBA. It was as bad as we've ever seen. Well, just top and heavy, still, right? LeBron decided this is why you're not. He's not that guy anymore. He's not that guy that can take the nobodies because of how old he is and his desires and the difficulty playing in the Western Conference. It really is that simple.
Now, if you still want to hate me and tell me I should go fund myself and I should go be a relief pitcher for the Mets or I should go play point guard for the Knicks, go ahead. Because all I can ask is that you listen. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Someone needs a one-person intervention with Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson saying earlier today, that LeVar Ball and his antics will have no effect on the draft slot of Lonzo Ball. What you're drafting is the son and not the father. I think that you also uh, are gauging and evaluating uh, his son on his ability and what he can do not only on the basketball court, but also what he can do for your team and how he can uh, enhance and make your team better. And so... If we're fortunate to keep our pick wherever that is, and, and uh, you know, you take a look at them. And just like any other team who will be drafting in the top four or five, we'll take a look at him and the other players who are there. I hope it's a slow play by Magic Johnson, or he realized in the middle of that statement that I want to back away just in case we don't take Lonzo Ball. And so it's, oh, you like Lonzo, but, you know, there's other players who are there and maybe you want to take them so you want to do your due diligence and 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 figure out what the best thing is for you and your team and your community and and the Dodgers are winning did you see the game tonight I hope it's a slow play by Magic Johnson because any team is naive if you think oh yeah it's just LeVar, especially the Lakers especially in a town where LeVar Ball is already an established media personality he's already established coast to coast He's already blown through the ceiling. The ceiling is the roof for him because he's blown through the ceiling of where I thought he'd get to as far as relevancy. You are on Mars if you don't think that LeVar Ball will be a huge distraction for your team wherever Lonzo Ball goes. Because how long did it take for LeVar Ball to throw out UCLA didn't win because they they had too many white guys. That's the first adversity UCLA faced all season long was losing in the NCAA tournament, and a day later it was they had too many white guys on the team. He is going to be so visible, and people are going to put cameras in his face. Wherever he goes, he's going to be a horrible distraction and somebody you have to account for on the team. If the Lakers draft him, how many games are it going to be until Luke Walton doesn't know what he's doing? He's not playing Lonzo enough. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Julius Randle, he's useless. I mean, come on. I, 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 there's other guys at UCLA that can be better than Julius Randle. And that's going to happen. That will, I guarantee you, that will happen. And how do you deal with it then? How does Julius Randle then deal with Lonzo Ball in the locker room? Dude, what's your dad saying to me, man? I'll kick your ass if he keeps talking about me like that. Dude, that's my dad. What do you want? That's what's going to happen. That is 100% the future. When you draft Lonzo Ball, you are getting LeVar Ball. It's the same thing philosophy you have as when you get married. When you're marrying somebody, realize you're marrying your wife. You are also marrying their family. You're marrying their mother, their father, whoever else is there, and realize that if the parents are problems, they don't like you, that's always going to be there. Real Going in, don't think, oh, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. That's always going to be there. LeVar Ball is always going to be there, and he's going to be causing problems because he can't help himself. And he's going to say bad things. It'll be the first three-game losing streak, bam, he's out there. And you know what? Then I'm going to go because, you know what, because be, they'll put me on first take. They'll put me on Undisputed. They'll put me on every uh, Speak for Yourself. I'll go on all of these shows, and I'm going to continue to say it. It'll be great for us because we'll have all kinds of stuff to talk about, but the team that drafted 
Lonzo Ball is going to wake up every day and the GM and the coach are going to turn their phones on and go, please don't start buzzing right away. Oh, my God, what did LeVar Ball say? You are drafting him. You are drafting him. You're not just drafting Lonzo Ball. Run from Lonzo Ball, especially if you are the Lakers. Run. From, there's other great players that you can take. Markel Fultz is phenomenal. Jackson is phenomenal. There's guys you could take if you wind up in the first three, and Lonzo Ball should be someone that you have to realize this is a whole package that we're getting. Well, that's the fun part of this is that statistically the Lakers should have a top three pick. But as we all know, there could be chaos. There may be a frozen envelope. We don't know. There's lots of conspiracy theories as it goes through. I like the way Magic Johnson backed away, talking about Lonzo and evaluations, like, but then there's others. We've talked about it here. You got eight to ten point guards that are gonna get drafted in the first round. They drafted and, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rappaport fired up. But the the fact that yeah, wait just for a second, that will never get old. No. No matter there's many things that, all right, we're kind of done with that drop in, that sound bite. But that Michael Rappaport doing Danny they Ayala, drafted who? that never gets old. Who no. is this? Never get well, I mean, home. that's just anger. And it was Porzingis. <laughs> that's just, you know, a cold, dark heart on display right there for all the world to see. The, <sighs> we're just talking about the, the Lakers. That's where the problem is. I think anywhere else Lonzo Ball goes, LeVar's here tormenting Steve Alford. We've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think if he's localized, it's going to be great for L.A. sports talk, and LeVar will be the, the king because he can have Chino Hills and, and UCLA and then – be all the way up and hanging around Staples Center. And then it'll be funny when they play the Clippers and he battles Steve Ballmer. That'll be funny. But outside of here, I think his attention's on the younger kids. I think Lonzo gets to get away if he's not drafted by the Lakers. So we're supposing that the Lakers even have a shot at him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the discussion is, Hell, we we may be fourteen. You know, we you may think, we may you, drop out. Do you I think mean, the Lakers are saying, "Yeah, no, we may not have this pick." Do you think they're they're saying what they're saying behind closed doors? They go, "Please, somebody take that pick from us. Please, please don't come up. Please don't come up in the top three. We don't want to have to take Lonzo well, Ball. Please your, don't take well, him." Well, but that's the other thing, right? It becomes the best available, and then you talk about total package. What baggage comes with? And it's a, a discussion we have all the time. It's like, all right, you like the player. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I, I, but if the players are close, <laughs> I guarantee do I you, bounce? if the Lakers have the third pick, he will be there for them in the third pick. Whoever gets picks one and two, they will back away and go, he's all yours, Lakers. He is all, they will leave him there for him. They go, go ahead, take him. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because if it doesn't go to the Lakers, he's going to be on a team and LeVar Ball's going to go, he shouldn't even be on this stupid team anyway. He shouldn't even he shouldn't even be on the on the Sixers anyway. He should be a Laker. I don't know why the Lakers didn't trade up for him. I don't know why the Sixers chose him. We told the Sixers don't draft him because all that they're gonna say. You know what? You, you you Lakers. He's your he's he's all yours. Oh, buddy, if he all ends up yours. in Philadelphia though, <laughs> how great would that be? The fans getting a shot at Lavar Ball. Oh. Come on, that's glorious. Twitter and how about a fresco, the Jason Smith show. Now I'm having visions of LeVar Ball like Rocky, like running through the city, except the fans are chasing him and not running with him as he runs <laughs> up the steps. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 